Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Have you ever seen a high school before? Well, you have now because you watched The Walking Dead World Beyond. You also watched Fear of the Walking Dead. Maybe you didn't, but you're listening to Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond on Post Show Recaps, where we're telling you everything that happened on week uh, week three, week three, week four. Where are we, Jess, on Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond right now? We're this is week three. four. Week four of World Beyond, week three of Fear. Uh, I'm Josh Wigler. That's Jess Lees. Hi, Jess. Hi, Josh. Uh, Chappelle is here. Chappelle, we haven't gotten the Elton flashback, so you're stuck with us until that happens. All right, I'm in. I'm in. He's, he's, he puts the tough in, what was it, Tuffy, tuffy cloth? I, so, I don't know. I have no idea, man. <laughs> Elton is my raison d'etre, so I will be here as long as he's here. Long, and so, yeah. Well, the show is like, it's like, uh, you know, to just start with World Beyond a little bit, uh, it feels like just the show is filtering through Elton, like having Elton in his suede suit, his quarter, his his sweet corduroy look, tur- basically turning to the camera, staring into Chappelle's show and being like, maybe I'm with the group. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm ready to leave. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. We're going to leave it ambiguous. Got a little dramatic chipmunk going on there. Yeah. It's like, Chappelle, I don't know. Maybe I'm staying Chappelle. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm not. Maybe I'm going to team up with these guys and get everyone out of here and end the show. I am far too invested. I wish you knew. <laughs> I'm, from the moment the episode started, I was like, what are you going to do, Elton? Well, what's he, what, well, don't talk to him. Don't, well, don't ask him any questions. Yeah, he likes science. Gosh, get away from him. Give him a break. Like, yeah. yeah, he wants to take pictures. Guys, he needs to, he needs to document these things because he's never going to die. So there. He's got lots going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, There's a lot of questions of like, hey, what are you doing, man? Why are you... Uh, why are you looking? Why are you weaving out here? And it's like, well, you know what? I'm a little tiny. I'm a, I'm a little scientist guy. You know, I'm, yeah. a sci- I'm a science guy, and I got science things that I want to do. So we'll we'll talk about Elton. We'll talk about all of the kids, the the sweet little babies, as I like to say, and I definitely mean it. That I think that they are all babies. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about everything that happened on the Walking Dead World Beyond. We'll talk about everything that happened on Fear of the Walking Dead. Some love is in the air on Fear of the Walking Dead, right? <laughs> There's literally in the helicopter in the air. Uh, yeah. so, uh, and in the streets. Love in the streets. Uh, and also, Chappelle, I got a great text from, from Jess after she was watching Fear of the Walking Dead, where she's like, do we really need the bubonic plague on top of everything else? <laughs> the bubonic plague? Yeah, I had that same moment of... Oh well, it's it's the bubonic plague. She said it's so normal, like oh yeah, you know it's back. I'm not sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for another it's back for another go round. You know how you it is. Imagine <laughs> being in the zombie apocalypse and having to be like, uh, like there's a new novel coronavirus outbreak on top of this. It's like, are you serious? Right, like now all of this. 
Not only can you not get bit, but don't let the zombies get within six feet of you as well. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much. It's just yeah. it's just too much. So we've got we've got fear. Fear the Walking Dead, directed by Coleman Domingo this week. So Strand behind the cam. Uh, this episode's called Alaska, which is uh, uh, the license that they're looking for. Good game, I guess. Like it's sort of like uh, trading cards, Jess, in the in the world of the dead. I had a lot of questions about this. I wondered if people really would still have wallets in a purely cashless society based on scavenging. But I guess you would still want to carry ID in case you got zombied and somebody wanted to know who you were. Yeah. Chappelle, would you keep wearing a wallet in the world of the the undead or do you think the wallet's gone away at this point? Well, I I had a lot of questions like Jess did. I was trying to figure out how much time had elapsed since these people started to die because um, you see that people were, you know, are carrying wallets and have their ID and money on them. But um, we met we met a new character who's wearing a blazer. And I was thinking, at what point are you like, ma'am, I know you were at work, but you're not at work anymore. Like, <laughs> you could go a little business cash if you want. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have to wear a blazer and a, and a a pantsuit. I forget what she was wearing, like a skirt. Well, I was trying she to had a like, skirt. Yeah. And but I think she was fully wearing heels. <laughs> right. I, I think toward the end, I saw, like, I was looking, I was like, okay, maybe she slipped out of her heels into like a sensible loafer. But honestly, the blazer, I was like, man, it could, has it, was it yesterday that this happened? Was it in the middle of a staff meeting? So <laughs> I guess if you were, you know, going over board numbers or, you know, what, what she worked, she worked for a timeshare. So I guess if you were sitting in a yeah. presentation, you didn't have time to get rid of your wallet. But I, I would assume that I would take mine out. Mine's often uncomfortable in my pocket. So oh, it wasn't, yeah. it, it's in the back of my head, Jess. I'm with you on that one. I, I think it's possible that the blazer <laughs> provides extra protection from zombie bites. Like it's not made of corduroy. You know what no. you want? You want like uh like uh like an eighties shoulder pad yes. blazer yeah. is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. They can't like, really grab or they can they've got a lot to grab, but there's a lot of like defense that they need to work through uh as they're doing the grab and gives you some time to react. Yeah, like a real blazer, like a like a like a like a hefty one, and yeah. not a, not like one of these like Forever Twenty One play blazers. No, <laughs> just, no, no way. It's like, really it's an investment piece. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I think it's basically armor. If you're if you're wearing if you're wearing suits, blazers, the like, uh, like you really want it to be like the puffiest of that material, like oversized, triple XL, like so, like want- David Byrne in Stop Making Sense is where the ideal zombie <laughs> you protection you suit. Don't, you don't want it to be like tight, you know, lithe material. Like you don't want to be looking sharp. You want to look like you're uh, like your kid who raided your parents' wardrobe. Uh, because they think like that extra bagginess is going to be and like the extra stuffing is going to be hard for the walkers with their decomposing fingers and teeth to to get through. Yeah, maybe that's why she didn't change. I just felt like there had been ample time and there's a ton of people around. You can say, though, she's like, I haven't been home. I didn't leave. I've been here. Right. So they didn't have time to drop off their wallets in there and their nightstands and, you know, and such. So they just carry they're them around up. and they're hanging yeah. out at all. Uh, yeah, my wallet is uh, Costanza esque, uh, <laughs> so maybe I'd keep it because it would be a decent weapon in the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, it's just like filled with coins and uh, doodads that I don't need anymore from like three years ago. So I could just, like, <laughs> in worst case scenario, it's a good projectile. 
if I have like enough strength, <laughs> throw it really hard. Throw. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Or give it to someone stronger in the group and be like, throw this really hard. It's going to work. Avoidance is key, Josh. I don't want to get too far though. ahead, but that's, that's not fear of the walking dead. That's not okay. fear of the walking. We don't dead. avoid anything in fear of the walking dead. We just no. fear it. This time we're talking fear of the walking dead first before we're talking walking dead world beyond. Uh, Cause I've got, listen, you, you both know me. And if you're listening to this podcast, you likely know me to a certain degree that I'm, I'm a guy who loves lost. And as a guy who loves lost I, and I, and loves lost warts and all, uh, I love me some Maggie Grace, uh, the, the erstwhile Shannon Rutherford. So I'm always here for an Al episode, especially because Maggie Grace like really transforms into Al. She's unrecognizable. It's a totally different character. I think she's great. Uh, I enjoy an Al episode. I'm just going to put it out there three weeks in a row. I'm feeling Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a decent time. Jess is shaking her head. I, I'm not shaking my head. I'm nodding in agreement because oh, nice. I'm with you okay. on this. Yeah. I, I think it's it's good again. It's so weird. This show is just up and down, up and down. It makes like, no sense. Like, yeah, definitely change your clothes. I'm like, Sherry, really? This is how we find you? But like, it's fun. I'm having a good time. It's great. And I, I hate that. I, I feel like it's sucking me back in and then it's going to break my heart again. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to be mad that I'm still watching it. And then it's going to get great just when I'm about to abandon it entirely. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I literally ban- abandoned the show and like just would listen to you guys talk about it. And now I'm back in. But when the episode ended, I just sat there and looked at the screen. I said, that was really good. I'm so happy I'm back. And if they, Betray me! I swear, I will strike them down with the with the force of a thousand elephants. I am so invested in in fear right now. I was like trying to remember who these characters were, and I was like, by the end, I was like, it doesn't even matter because this could have been fear of the movie. You know, it yeah, ended. Yeah. It had a, a nice, amazing ending. I, it was perfect. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I liked Fear of the Walking Dead. It's uh, so self contained. It was mm-hmm. just. It was like you know, an enjoyable hour of television, whether or not you know the show. And so there's clearly like a Morgan through line that's happening, right? Like, so like the, the idea was that like each episode of Fear of the Walking Dead is going to feel self-contained this year. It's going to feel like a movie every week. So if they're like being really true to that, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. That sounds really fun. Um, but clearly like they still also have a plot that they need to move. They want some sort of overarching story that they're, that they're going to fulfill. So it feels like the Morgan piece is how they are going to drive that. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine if we're getting like little bits of like forward momentum on Morgan. If it's like as much as we got this week, he went back, right? He's like, all right, I'm not just going to abandon this lady and her baby. That's a pretty messed up thing to do. They were listening to the podcast clearly yeah. between mm-hmm. that and Morgan saying that he feels like he's been 16 different somebodies. I'm like, come on, Morgan, you, you ripped that directly out of our podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, so if that's the case, Chappelle, what else do we want to like manifest? Oh, I have so much, <laughs> but I'll save my manifesting for uh, the world beyond because fear seems to be doing an okay job. I was happy to see that Morgan went back for his godchild, Morgan Jr. Yeah, um, she's she's such a, she's such a cute one. So yeah. uh, it was, I thought I was like, oh, baby, Morgan's back with Big Morgan. This is good. I love I'm it. Very happy. I love it. I love that Morgan has like his little secret HQ. You know, he's got his friend. He's got like you. We we know. I I'm, I miss Isaac too. I didn't know him long, but he was good peeps. You named your kid after me. I'm I'm invested now. Also, you got a cool like little secret wood shop where I can make my staff axe thing. Um, upgrade, I would say. 
Very happy to see the upgrade. We just talked about how it was uh, just an effing stick without a face. And now it has a face. It is very much a an axe. And so, yeah, I, I don't know if that's easier to wield or more effective than the stick, but you know, it looks Morgan, better. Morgan is always a guy like it in uh, with the stick. I believe the whole thing, Jess, was it's a, a matter of balance uh, with the stick. But we also know that Morgan Jones is a man who has struggled with balance. So if the weapon itself is a little uh, lopsided, that would be on brand. Are we are we saying that he's going to overcorrect again? Could be. And he's going to have to veer back into kill switch on. Could be. Yeah, I could see him like standing at the edge of the cliff and looking at his 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 axe and knowing that it just doesn't do the same justice that his stick did. And he rips off the top of it and just throws it off into the <laughs> cliff. And then he's back to Killer Morgan again. Uh, that's the arc I need now. So this is this is scary for me because if we are really manifesting the fear of the Walking Dead storyline, we're like we're what's the uh, Stranger Than Fiction, the Will Ferrell movie where like he's just like <laughs> the story that he's living in. Like if we're doing that with Fear of the Walking Dead right now, and we just manifested that Morgan feels like he's killed too much again and he has to throw his weapon. Like that's two. That's uh, one more Morgan too many. Let's let's ride this Morgan out. Let's stay with this Morgan. <laughs> Please. Can I just say, Josh, if we are manifesting what's happening in Fear the Walking Dead, we're doing a great job. Go doing us. Okay. Let's doing give okay. ourselves a pat on the back. Doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> Showrunners are on point this year. <laughs> yeah. We're waiting for our for our bonuses in the mail from from the, the folks at the top of the fear food chain. Uh, but the rest of the episode is mostly it's uh it's Al and it's Dwight. Uh, and I've never loved Dwight being on Fear the Walking Dead. He came on last year, he just like sort of showed up. I liked the idea that Dwight left all out war and you just were never going to see him again. Um, this used to be like my big complaint with 24. It's like, you guys can't let a single character just go. You got to kill them. You got to show us something horrible happening to them or they, they'll come back until they get killed off. Uh, and certainly now that like Dwight and Sherry have reunited on the show, like start the clock, like that's not going to last. Uh, it's just a matter of which one gets got, I think. Uh, and that being said, like, I don't know. I kind of like not just like the really sweet sort of like uh, like rom com ending, you know, like of like uh, Steve and Miranda finding each other on the bridge uh, okay. at the end of this. Cut to uh, just mental pictures for people who know that movie well. Uh, that there's like that piece of it, but also like I don't know. I really like Dwight and Al just like being buds. I thought that was fun. Well, Josh, I I had a different take on this. To be honest, I don't think I think that's the last we see of of Dwight and Sherry. I think I think we've closed the book on their story. Need them anymore. I think they've done a good job of establishing that they could one of them could leave. And Dwight was about to let Al leave. And he said, I'll just tell him the zombies got you. We could we figured out how to fake that evidence. I think they're gonna do the opposite with with him. I think Al's mm-hmm. gonna come back and be like, Yeah, he got got. Sorry. Um my bad. And then he's gonna run off into the sunset. I don't think we need any more of Dwight. I think so too. I think you're right. It sounded it sounded like that's what he was getting at. He said, This is what I planned on doing, but it's for you. And so when we see that that's not gonna work out for Al. Why do we believe that he doesn't go ahead and do it? And Al knows the plan, so she can, you know, take a little bit of his his clothes and put him on a on a on a zombie, and you know, like, hey, look, I found him dead. I, I took a picture of him with this camera that we've been carrying around. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. You know, so it's it's a perfect exit for him. I think it's time. Go away. Be happy or whatever 
semblance of a life you have now that, you know, you found your love. So I, I, I like this exit for him. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. And here's, <laughs> no, not at all. And, here, and here's why. <laughs> Uh, I, I agree with you that he'll 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 do the plan. It's like, all right, I'm I'm done. I'm finished. I'm leaving. It's over. I'm gone. Uh, I'm going to do the exit strategy and Sherry's coming with me and we're going to hit the road and then they're going to be on the road and they're walking on the road. And then suddenly a stranger is going to come out from the side of the road and Dwight's going to be like, Morgan, is that you? <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Join the posse. We've got, I got an axe now. I've got an one axe last, now. One last heist. <laughs> yeah, so, so they're going to rope Dwight. Back together. They're roping yeah. Dwight and Sherry in. They've got Daniel Salazar now. And so like the yeah. band is starting to form up. So there's no way that this show is just letting Dwight and Sherry go. They're definitely getting sucked into the band. And it is going to be like this horrible thing where uh, like one of them will at least one of them will die or at least if they have like battle of hogwarts decency like they'll kill them both uh and like you know it's, decency? yeah i don't know about decency uh, <laughs> I was, yeah i think Teddy tonks would would have would beg to differ on that one uh, josh yeah yeah, yeah. and that was a talks. big that was a big looping guy and that really broke yeah. me up uh, spoilers for harry potter uh-oh right. i don't care uh so uh there i think there's going to be something like that i feel like I feel like Dwight and Sherry are going to leave the Virginia crew, but they are immediately going to get scooped up into Team Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He I needs all the help he can get. He does. So are they going to kill off Dwight and then Sherry joins the gang? Yeah, why not? Let's do it that way, sure. Well, well, yeah, because remember... Austin Emilio, who plays Dwight, like, that dude's <laughs> got to be sick of the, the makeup. Oh my god! It looks like it's itchy. Um, it's but- <laughs> be, you know, harder to do in the in the the COVID world. Uh, Wait, as they're doing production like that might be like a character that like you could Ooh. like like we got the costs are high and like the the health yeah. risks are high. Like maybe we should get rid of Dwight. Maybe they have Correct. to teach him how to put, apply it himself. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He has the bubonic plague now, right? Um, yeah, but didn't he take his penicillin or whatever? <laughs> he took Cipro, and, <laughs> and that's Cipro. It. <laughs> just, that's it. See, this is how I know you two are younger than me because Cipro was like in the headlines for weeks and weeks back in 2001 when people were getting anthrax sent to them in the mail. So take this and you'll be right as rain in the morning? Yeah, it is. Well, you would not be right as rain. You would be violently ill because you do not want to F around with Cipro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we expect him to, to survive this infection. Yeah, but apparently so, with some side effects. He's going to be barfing for a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad that they uh, reserved that for after the kiss with Sherry. Uh, yeah, we right. haven't seen that piece of it yet. Uh, but also, this is the show where where beer has uh, cured some sort okay. of poisoning. Speaking of that, beer. Josh, let's talk yeah. about beer because you can't drink beer with antibiotics. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that the only issue you saw with the beer on this episode? Well, I have many issues with the beer, but <laughs> that is chief among them. What are some <laughs> of the other beer issues you have? Uh, is it was spoiled and like yeah. <laughs> rancid beer. Yeah. They were just yeah. drinking it. <laughs> you need some salt. So I need some pe- uh, some pretzels for these. No, you need to throw that away. That's disgusting. Yeah, you need to not drink it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like people are dying from random diseases that haven't really just wiped out you know people, and you don't know what's causing the zombie apocalypse thing. And you go and drink rancid beer. It's like at this point, shouldn't you be a little bit more careful with yeah, uh, what I you're mean, consuming? If it's not, even if it's not skunky. 
I feel like I would need to have it be the antidote to antifreeze poisoning <laughs> in order for me to drink a warm beer. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a beer guy, and so I would uh, and I would have looked at it and probably thought about it, but I would not have drank it. No, yeah. especially when someone says it's skunky. Like, oh, we, I'm out. All we need are pretzels. That's it. That's the that's one request. That's I, it. I need it to not be a zombie apocalypse, but that's just me. Um, yeah, so I guess I was less focused on the beer in this episode and more focused on the mice with the bubonic plague that are running yeah. rats, the disease rats that are running all over the building. They're everywhere. Uh, and like, really, we're adding like this level of infection on top of like the infection show. Like we need a second infection right in now. 2020. In 2020, it was just too much in for a me. pandemic. Yeah, in, in this pandemic, <laughs> in a like, pandemic, I don't, I don't need that. I don't want that. So oh, next week, are we getting murder hornets? What's up with that? Oh, oh gosh, God, yeah. They need the people uh, from the Commonwealth at the end of The Walking Dead to wear their armor and go up against. Have you seen the pictures of the, the, the of the task force that's dealing with the murder hornets? They're like. They look mm-hmm. like the guys who surrounded Eugene at the end of Walking Dead. They look yeah, like well, the Among Us, the Among yeah. Us game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 little, little yeah. Yeah. yeah, Eugene looking a little sus right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, the the I, the Walking Dead doesn't scare me often, but I, I'm not afraid of rats. But I was nervous for them to get bit by infected rats. That that. That didn't sit well with me. And then the the scariest part, and I have to say this in a minute out loud, because I actually yelled when this happened. When that embalmed zombie lady came with no teeth, I yelled, got out of the bed, had to walk around the room. I did a lap, (laughs) came back. I was like, whoo, okay. I don't know why the lack of teeth made it even scarier. (laughs) The idea that she possibly couldn't infect you, but just gum you to death. I was out. (laughs) She's gross. And she smiled the whole time. Like normally, they're like all like, Rah. and she was just like, just yeah, chilling, just happy. grinning. Hi. Yeah. And then she opens her mouth, and like one of the teeth falls. I was done. Call the people. I'm out. And I'm even out. when she was like in the corner, and like someone was walking into the room, it's like, all right, well, that's a zombie. But like, there's something kind of like person-ish to the. And yeah. like, then they got closer. It's like, oh, the uncanny valley. <laughs> I wanted, I don't want to cross this alley right now. This is terrible. That's gross. <laughs> what was up with the teeth? I don't. I don't understand that. Um, and I watched all six seasons of Six Feet Under, and I still don't understand it. Uh, I don't know, Jess. I feel like you'd be the one to explain it to us. Oh well, see, this is the problem. When I have a question about something in the real world, I I'm that person, and I can't just go to me. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't want to relive it. That's I was flex. terrified of that moment. That's flex, Jess. <laughs> yes. It's a, a, a well earned flex too. Oh yeah, just like when I have a question, rarely uh, <laughs> I expect you guys to know something. <laughs> I was like, hoping you knew something. We don't, I didn't we don't have it. We don't did. have it. We don't got it. We don't got it. Uh, what do you think of uh, of Al's choice to be like, nah? Like she goes through all of that. She gets to the roof. She's got the flare gun. She's got the everything. She gets to talk to her her boo on the phone, and then and then she's like, should I come down? She's like, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. You should leave. And, and like, it also seemed like uh, her girlfriend didn't recognize her by her voice anymore. Yeah, she's like, new phone, who dis? 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was, right? I think she didn't change her mind. It's just one of those things like when you call somebody and you're like, hey, and they're like, nah, all right. We're like, well, never mind. Oh, I don't yeah, talk to you so anymore. Like, yeah. So, like, the expectations and the hope and the fantasy yeah. now give way yeah. to the harsh yeah. reality. I'm sorry. Who's this? Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, Al, who? Because yeah. when Dwight talks to Sherry, he's like, babe. And she's like, she just runs outside and jumps into her arms. There was no question of who he that's was talking to. That's a good tell. That's a yeah. good tell. She yeah. and he's like, she's like, babe. And she's like, who are you and why are you on the roof? I'm like, okay, never mind. Wrong who is number. This? Who is yeah. this? Oh, she doesn't remember. Have a beer. Oh. Like, thanks. Oh. thanks. I just risked my life to come up here in possible affection, but okay, whatever. Yeah, well, I can't tell. I can't tell if Al like never minded her because <laughs> she didn't recognize her voice or because she was like, I don't want to give you the plague because I think we all have it and it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and also like I convinced you to not kill me once like I don't know if like you're gonna land here and then I'm gonna be like hey it's so great to see you again by the way there's a light chance that I have the bubonic plague would she even be able to finish the sentence before she's been thrown off the roof well didn't she essentially do that she called her and said hey people down here have the plague don't probably go. don't want to come back yeah don't <laughs> probably don't want to come back probably don't yeah. want to do that yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i shouldn't have led with that <laughs> maybe maybe i should have told you that once i got on the helicopter or once we got home but they're you gonna throw off you with, off the helicopter if you right, do that. yeah once once we get home for sure yeah but if you start off with like hey we have the plague here but i need you to come back because it's me remember remember me like no i don't i thought i did but i remembered you without the plague so that's <laughs> 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 a little different than i remember you so bye <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, it's me, Isabel. By the way, I think I might have to play. Wait, ow, ow. I'm ow. an L. Are you? Mm. Is this L? Because I don't actually I just, don't know it now. It's so weird. Sound familiar, but I don't know. I don't think that, so I thought that person died. Yeah, this no. isn't Isabel. This is somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. This is Isabella. <laughs> Isabel is my sister. Yeah, you got the wrong one. But you got the wrong yeah. one. So uncomfortable. She works at like a timeshare thing. I think yeah. you're in the building. Just go yeah. downstairs. This yeah. is up in there. Still wearing the same blazer. <laughs> right. You know, talk to her. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. And then, yeah, Dwight and Sherry, that's the hooray. We found each other. And so that's that's really the episode. And so, like, it's a, t- it's a tight episode of TV and it's fun. And there's some legitimate, like, good zombie scares. And it's cute. And I, and I really like, uh, I really like the friendship between Dwight and Al. I thought that that stuff was great. Clearly, like, some time has passed, so they've gotten tighter. Uh, and I just think like that's a good character combination. It makes me excited about like maybe what some of the other character combinations might be coming up in some of these episodes ahead. See, so. they're road determinising it us. They're it's just good. like this is always the best yeah. stuff. This is the best stuff for sure. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Alan Dwight had the best job of anybody we've seen working for for Ginny. Yeah, where it's like just go around, document stuff, check out the things. Like you know, you'll never get bored. You'll always have a thing to do. Yeah, it, it's great, and they have a lot of latitude. Yeah, they could just go. Just well, they have to stay within bounds, I guess. But she can't really track them, so there's that too. Yeah. So yeah, I guess how's she gonna yeah, enforce right. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah do, that's good. I do think probably Salazar's got the best job. He's just a barber. Just yeah, but he has everyone. to maintain that. He has to maintain. I guess it's a choice he made. <laughs> it's a, it's a, Jesse does not have to maintain. <laughs> The haircuts are so good that they'd be like, listen, you're fine. Like, you can just tell us what's going on. Like, we're going to keep you around because your haircuts are so good. We're I gonna, mean, he, 
Daniel, we're going to work on you. You're going to realize we're not all so bad. Like, you can give up the axe. We love the cuts. And well, he like, could just right, like, okay. he could get bored and he could be like, oh, wait, I'm starting to remember some things. Yeah. <laughs> he could change it up. He has I, creative license. <laughs> yes, of, of everyone we've seen so far, I want to be Salazar, the people who've been captured. I feel like that that's the best gig. Uh, useful yeah. skill, everyone. As we know now, everybody, uh, Harry, you know, you, you can do it yourself, but like, man, a good cut, fresh cut feels good, feels real good. Uh, yeah. Underrated skill in the apocalypse, yeah, underrated, <laughs> underrated yeah, for sure. I agree. I do have a question about the characters, though. You were talking about, you know, these character pairs. Is this the last time we see a Blazer Lady? Is this it? We don't get her anymore? I wonder, will we get more Blazer Lady, Jess, or do you think Blazer Lady Lady's coming along for the ride now? I think Nora, 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 Nora. I I don't know. I'm going to call her Blazer Lady. Um, Me too. If she shows back up, we'll remember her name. How about that? Blazer Lady. I I will tell you. (laughs) Here's here's my prediction for Blazer Lady. And because we are the most prophetic Fear the Walking Dead podcast on the Internet, this is what's going to happen. So we saw Blazer Lady one time. She's got her community. By the way, this is like the first time they've ever run into a community of people that seem like they genuinely want to help each other. So that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Blazer lady seems like she's handling her business. Everybody's got the antibiotics. They're fine. They're going to leave the rats behind three seasons from now. We will see a previously on fear the walking dead, but we will see blazer lady. And then blazer lady is like, she's got a whole community somewhere else. Mm. And they're like, "Oh, mm. Blazer Lady, yeah, I remember you from another life." She's gonna, she's gonna mortgage it, basically. Well, just I think that, but you bringing up her community does bring up a good point to me because on the last episode we saw that Virginia's goal is to build an army for Morgan. So in my mind, Morgan has to have an army too, right? So he has like, you know, he he goes and he gets Al and he, and he gets uh, you know Sherry and yeah, and he's, he's got Morgan Junior seven. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got Morgan Jr. But then when Blazer Lady shows up with the Wakandans, that's when they can that's when they have the real fight. Yes. yes. <laughs> See, on your left. Yeah. And then like Blazer Lady comes with yes. all the plague survivors yes. that yes. like and they're like penicillin, you know. <laughs> and then they're like, that's when they have the army fight. Because yeah. I didn't understand why Virginia needed an army for one person, but if she has an army, why can't Morgan have an army? I want, I want this reality to be real. I want, I want, <laughs> I, I want someone out there to like do the supercut of like superimposing all the Fear of the Walking Dead characters based on the Marvel characters. As they step yes. through the portals. It's Blazer Lady. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. that's the public television station. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Spanish language news. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, Blazer Lady's mother is a saint. Uh, so we'll, we'll get all Morgan. That. Literally has an act. Yeah, this is perfect timing. This is perfect timing. Who's gonna bring the trident? Yeah, (laughs) I had a trident. That's a that feels like a John Dory move. I had a trident. Feels like (laughs) it feels like the brick of the group for sure. He's totally the brick of the group. Uh, Let's talk. Let's talk Walking Dead World Beyond. Let's shift gears. Let's talk about those those tiny little darlings. There's these adorable like just want to pinch their cheeks. These little kids. Here on the Walking Dead World Beyond. I've been informed that uh, that people are thinking that I seriously believe that they're seven years old on uh, the Walking Dead World Beyond, to which I say, obviously I do. Look at them. They're clearly, you know, like somewhere in the range of like five to eight years old, these children. Uh, and they're wonderful and they're doing such a great job surviving uh, on their on their way to 
uh, Chappelle, somewhere generically in New York State is their mission. <laughs> like, well, someone- we know it's in New York. It's like, dude, <laughs> that's all you've got to go on. You are effed. It's so not going to work out. I've only been to New York one time and I didn't walk. Um, <laughs> I, I took a bus and I got there with no place to go. I mean, I literally just went to New York for the day and from Texas, basically. <laughs> and I, because I, I'm that type of person, but I also have a GPS and a smartphone and I could contact my loved ones and I could buy food. And if I got tired, I could get a place to sleep. And these people are just walking aimlessly to New York. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't walk aimlessly to the store today. And they are walking across the country in a general area with no map, to my knowledge. I didn't, well, except the map of New York that they got. Where, to get <laughs> to New York. <laughs> to New get York to New York. Humongous. <laughs> yeah, like, as well as the, the rest of the United States. Is, you know, is, is, is like, you know, gigantic in its, in its height and right. square footage. Uh, and even like New York City, are we talking Manhattan? Which borough are we talking about? They're not in Manhattan, Josh. They're they are in Westchester at best. At, at, at best, but, at but best. that's the question. Are they in Westchester? Do you have to right. go into the compound on Long Island? Because that's going to be very annoying to get to. I Even assume. Without the traffic on the LIE, it's going to be a disaster to get out <laughs> to Long Island. Are you going to Syracuse? Are you going to Buffalo? Because you may as well be going to Canada, folks. Like, where are you going? New York is enormous. Well, Josh, I assume. I assume as someone who has spent a great deal of time. You spent a great deal of time in Syracuse. So you know that the entire middle of New York is a question mark. Like everything from like Albany all the way up to Buffalo is just like it's like deliverance up there. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gonna be the one who says that but I, I can say that because i am from montana which is also kind of like deliverance up in there and to the point where in the previous show that we are done discussing we shaded montana driver's licenses openly mm, yeah yeah it's true so, I, I'm going to say, like, because I come from the middle of nowhere, I'm allowed to identify the middle uh, of nowhere. Uh, giant question mark. Entire middle of New York. Yeah. And so I assume they're just going to, like, walk over. They're going to walk through Pennsylvania, like that little nubbin of Pennsylvania by Erie. They're going to walk over the state line and they'd be like, hey, we're here, New York. Dad. So if it's like somewhere in that region, you know, there's there's like parts of New York where it's like, am I in Pennsylvania now? Am I in yeah. New Jersey? Like, where am, yeah. am I in Canada? Like, there are, you know, there's like, there's a little bits of, bits of places stuck in my New York. So it's like, if you're going to hide something, this is a great place to hide it. If you're, <laughs> if you're, if your clue is, uh, my dad is in New York, it's not enough. It's nowhere no. near enough. It is no. a needle buried in 20 haystacks. It's right. not enough. With the technology I have today, if you told me my dad was in New York, I still would have uh, trouble finding him. Yeah, like, and like, Dad, share your location, please. I need the GPS. <laughs> and and they are just wandering to New York and hoping that they'll cross the city, the city, like the like boundary lines of like New York City. They'll look up at the skyline and they'll say, "Oh wow, we're in the big city, like like Home Alone or something." And <laughs> and then their dad is going to just walk up to them and like, you "Oh made my God, it. it's Duncan's toy chest," you know. <laughs> okay. like, They're going to get a bunch of turtle doves. They'll split them up. I need to add something else here. 
because I don't know if you caught this, but they're talking about, oh, we need to turn around. And yeah. they're having the conversation and Felix and Huck are kind of like, how do we convince these little babies to turn around? And they say, Omaha is north of here. We are headed east. Okay, what course do you ever take that you need to go south from Omaha to get to New York, which is northeast of Omaha? What are they doing? And they managed to also, the only way they could go was through a giant tire fire that goes in the completely wrong direction of where they need to go. Courtesy of calling it what it is. This is the Blazagory. It has a name. All right, the BOG. Sorry. It's got a name name here. All right, I'm down with BOG. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) Yeah, Um, you know me. Um, yeah, so that, uh, this is, this is like classic vintage early, early Antonio Mazzaro post show recap stuff is getting mad about the geography choices about New York, uh, state on a podcast. This is like, I Antonio miss Antonio. Mad about stuff. Yeah. Antonio gets mad about stuff. This what? Is, this is like him and I getting furious about the way the strain conveyed New York City in the middle of an apocalypse. <laughs> it's like, if you guys picked the wrong the wrong state if if I'm going to be podcasting about it you're just going to be like yeah it's somewhere in New York like I feel for Huck and Felix I got to say like I know that <laughs> Huck especially has been getting a lot of shit from people who are watching World Beyond but like, like how are we going to get these idiots to realize <laughs> That New York isn't just like a dot that you show up at, and there it is. There's your dad. We got to tell them about to go because we will all die. And we can't just turn around and let these kids go. We have to live with that? No way. That's horrible. Uh, so I feel for Huck and Felix right now. Like, like how do we, like, how you got to get to, all right, you go to Hope. I'll get Elton. I think I can speak Elton's language. We gotta give this a shot. We gotta try and talk some sense that we're running out of time. These idiots want us to go to New York. They don't know that New York is this gigantic place. New York is an idea, Josh. It's an idea. <laughs> it's a state of mind, even. Um, that's idiot. what Billy Joel told me. <laughs> Tiny little idiot. If Billy Joel said it, it must be true. I think I, I, I found it fascinating because that I think that's what they're doing, right? They have to create enough roadblocks uh, to give them enough time to slow down and get the kids to think, okay, go back home. This is not ice cream mountain. You can't just like imagine this, this, this trip and go there. Um, And so I think like the school is a good detour for that. Like we're going to school. We'll, we'll separate them. Um, I, oh gosh, what's the main girl's name? I can't think oh, of her uh, name. Iris. Um, Iris. She hits us with the Scooby Doo. Let's let's split up, gang. We'll cover cover more ground that way. And I rolled my eyes because I was like, if if this isn't Scooby Doo, what is it? But um, they they take them into school, and the whole time I was thinking, well, what other pit stops are they going to have? Because you have to have these kids in situations where they would like be kids in, right? So they're in a high school, and they're like, ooh, what in high school? What would that be like? And now you got to take them to like an amusement park, and they're like, oh, roller coaster. <laughs> You know, like you have to keep it in that same theme. Yeah. So I was wondering what other, like, what other roadblocks are they going to hit on the way to New York? It's that kind of keeps it whimsical. It's a great question because I think that you just hit like what the formula of the show is going to be. Uh, mm. like, they, they had they had the tire fire. Now they had the high school episode. Amusement park feels like a slam dunk. Feels mm-hmm. like you just like you just like just like got yeah. that in like a mall. With like an arcade and yeah. you know, and they're like trying on dresses and then going into the arcade and yeah, like uh, yeah. I, listen, let me start writing this stuff down because we're gonna yeah. start manifesting this too. Yeah, yeah. Bumper cars, they're gonna like go, oh, yeah. go to like a go kart range. 
Kind I mean, shopping mall is has a storied history in zombie mm-hmm. genre things. So I feel like shopping mall is probably the next one. And and they have to they work their way it. up to Six Flags. They haven't You're done right. it. Well, Six Flags is on the way. So. <laughs> I'm saying. Well, and there are multiple Six Flags around the country. Yeah. So I don't know what direction they're going next, but they'll probably run into one. They'll go to Class Action Park, the the water park in New Jersey. <laughs> There's a zombie stuck in the looping water slide. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let's try that. It's like that was a bad idea. Uh, like, the looping water slide is filled with stuck zombies. So yeah. and germs. Uh, I, am I the only one grossed out by every time they touch anything ever? She's trying on like the the tinsel from the the prom decoration, I guess, and she's like wearing it like kind of like a shawl. Like, why are you touching that? I wouldn't touch that today, I know, I know. and I can go shower immediately. Uh-uh. And you're touching it like there's not an apocalypse going on. Yeah. What is wrong with people? They're just you know they're they're. They're they're walking. They're fancy free, you know. They're out in the world. These uh, these cherubic little darlings. Uh, they've got all of the, the, the all of the, the safeties off, right? And they're just like, all right, we're feeling ourselves so in our royal. I don't know. Like they're they're just having the best time, having the it's best. It's a party, time. zombie party. Yeah, maybe that's another thing they'll stumble upon. Chappelle is the remnants of a kegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they they've hit high school. They have to, of course, yeah. of course, go to yeah. college uh, because they're not already at a school. I, I, I really love that he done, asked that question. Uh, <laughs> beer funnel zombie yet in uh, any of the yes. Yeah, I don't know if we if we haven't, we should. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like the two, it's like they've come across like the can't hardly wait party. There's yes. Seth, Seth Green and Lauren Ambrose locked in the bathroom. They still haven't done it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm allergic. They drink the warm flat beer. <laughs> they drink. They, they drank soda in this episode, and she said, "I've never drank soda from a can." Someone talk to me. Explain. <laughs> she, where, she hasn't had. Come from? She hasn't had. It was. They said it was hiding under the bleachers. Like these were the nerds. They didn't keep a kegger in the woods. They kept soda under the bleachers, and it was enough of an illicit thrill. <laughs> I, well, I, these people, I, I understand this. I died when Silas <laughs> rolls up to Iris. He's like, "You want to try some of this?" And it's like <laughs> it's just like a like a a three out a three out of six pack of secrets. <laughs> I, I thought I was like, is that Surge? What is that? And she's like, mm, oh, this is so good. Damn, that's good. I said, what is a, a, a ginger ale commercial? And, and she says, I've never had this out of a can. I'm like, where have you been drinking it out of this entire time? Because well, they you know, probably, make- probably have a soda stream. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. They probably True. still have soda stream canisters, but they probably own. used up all of the canned soda a year in. I mean, yeah. we have a disrupted supply chain right now. I can't even get Coke Zero, yeah. and That's it's true. only been eight months. Uh, yeah. Uh, the- the episode felt like it was trying to age me. Yeah. You know that, that scene where they reach into the locker and they pull out those like two thousand and five Kanye West glasses <laughs> with the, with the, that you can't really see through. Oh, yeah. And they said, "Did people really look? Did people really wear these back in the olden days?" I was and like, Hop was like, like <laughs> "No, shut up. no, I've never seen anybody with that. I've shut up, that. I, know, I don't know what you're talking about. Shut up." Gosh, I, I, I remember cringe. seeing those glasses for the first time. And being like, I wish I could wear those, but I won't be able to see <laughs> my eyes. But I was, I was so jealous of people who could. God, that's unfortunate. What an unfortunate thing to look. Josh, back on. I feel like I feel like 
admitting you were jealous of the people that wore them is like even lower than the people that admitted they wore them. I agree. I agree. I'm like not that arguing. is you are you are with me on this ginger ale party under the bleachers. Yeah, I'm hanging out. I'm I'm like I'm doing a keg stand, but it's fresca. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely like, take those glasses off. You look like an idiot. Stop it. <laughs> so, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have. I love so many issues. I love these these little angels in high school. It was great. It was, I have I mean, some it, questions. <laughs> I love Jess's questions. <laughs> All right, so we are given to understand there are zombies locked into lockers. Now, my question is: Were these living people who were stuffed into lockers by bullies ten years ago, or did somebody go to the trouble to stuff a zombie in a locker instead of just killing it? Either way, this makes no sense. I'd like to believe uh, that it was like the people who put the the Seagrams under the bleachers <laughs> who got stuffed in the locker and then the apocalypse shit hit the fan and everyone bailed on the school or as many people bailed on the school. People were like holed up in the school and they just forgot about the nerds in the lockers. And so that's why they're there. That's such a dark story. No, I disagree. <laughs> I would like to believe that somebody came into school and they saw a nerdy zombie and they were like, come here, you geek. And they pushed it into a locker as opposed to killing it because bullies can't stop being bullies because it's the zombie apocalypse. You still yeah. have to do what you, what you were brought here to do. And or so, yeah. <laughs> the, the zombies are the bullies and yes. the bullies got got and the nerds are like, Oh my God! It's time for revenge. You know what? I was well. I was thinking that like the 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 the. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The empties that we saw in like the locker room seemed like kind of cut, right? Like these guys. Like these seemed like adults almost, or like at least like uh, like man children. Um, <laughs> so like they definitely did seem like these are. This is like the. This is like the varsity football team that they were well, dealing with. So well, I think have that, you that ever- works. Well, have you ever seen the the actors they pick to play children in these high schools? <laughs> like they're, they're always thirty five years old. <laughs> like Which is like on the graded <laughs> scale, because yeah, they pick thirty five year olds to play seventeen year olds. So if they're picking like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one year olds to to play the main cast of the show. It's acceptable if I believe that they're seven years old. I, I yes. and I think it's okay if you just admit that you really believed that, Josh. I do, <laughs> I do believe it. I think that these kids are five. Um, we got to talk about our guy, Silas. Oh. We got a great question about this on our oh. feedback email, actually. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, so Andrew Yu, uh, he is he is a trooper. Yes. This Andrew Yu. He's been watching the show wasn't along Andrew with like, us. Wasn't Andrew like, I'm done. I can't do this. Has Andrew decided, <laughs> like, all right, fine. If you're yeah. going to do it, I'm going to do it, too. Well, last week, he sent us an email saying, I'm done with this. Yeah. And then he sends us another email. And he's like, yeah, I broke down and gave it one more chance. Uh, sorry about that. And so he That's says, like the Dread Pirate Roberts thing, most likely kill you in the morning. Yep. I mean, this show is most likely going to kill us by the end of it. <laughs> That's true. So Andrew says, if you punch a walker in the teeth over and over, isn't it basically the same as it biting you as far as getting infected goes? He's got a point. Well, so like Silas, after he goes like full Ralphie on Scott Farkas, like, <laughs> has like, he's got like blood all over his hands. And we don't know, right? Like, is that is that the walkers like destroyed face on on Silas's hands, or is next week are we going to find out that uh, Silas is not telling us something? Silas has the infection, and I'm not talking about the bubonic plague. Uh, <laughs> so I I think 
we'll have to find out next week. But yeah, I mean, a very uh, not not a not necessarily the smartest way I've seen someone kill uh, a walker. I'm sorry, an empty on one of the Walking Dead shows is to just like drop your drop your pipe or your wrench or whatever, go full tackle, <laughs> straddle the walker, I mean, empty, and just fist pound like he broke your glasses, you know? Like, that is not <laughs> the thing to do. That is such a dangerous way to go. Silas, yeah. uh, and then Silas keeps being like, so what do you think? Uh, did I kill my dad or not? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always like, Let me ask you a question. You think I killed my dad? <laughs> he's always like, yeah, I heard everything that they said about what they thought I did. And then we see a flashback of him literally doing it. Yeah, like <laughs> literally killing his father. He's like, I'm like, what are, what are we missing here? And then he goes and does it to the zombie. I'm like, well, Silas, by now, you should, you should know that we all think that you've done this thing that you won't admit that you didn't do. Yeah, so, but you won't admit that you didn't not do it. Yeah. Right, exactly. He's like OJ. Like if I, it's a thing I did. Maybe <laughs> if I did it, this is how I would have done it. But you know, yeah, Silas is going to finish Elton's mother's book. Uh, if I did do it, uh, you know. <laughs> he's, he's going to have to because he's going to hurt Elton. In, in the meantime, poor Elton, he hit the. I yelled. I told you I'm invested. I was like, Elton, no! I thought <laughs> this was the end. Protect <laughs> Silas, Elton at all costs. At all costs. If Silas has to go, he has to go. You can't just hit Elton. And so I was not. I was not okay with that. I love that I final scene with Elton in the episode <laughs> with Felix. They're like, Elton, what's up? He's, Nothing. Like, no, what's going on? What's going on? He's like, nothing. I don't want to talk. But come on. It's the most real they've been about teenagers on any TV show. You can talk to us. I don't want to tell. Did somebody hurt you? No. I don't want to talk about it. You got an ouchie. It's like, Ellen, you want to go home? It's like, yeah, maybe. Tired of it. God, Silas is scary. God. Silas is scary. Silas did, you know, he threw Elton across the room. (laughs) And he was in a trance. They're like, Silas, no. Silas, no. Silas, no. And then when he finished, he goes, oh, okay. I'm done, I guess. Oh, yeah. When he stepped out of it, literally the line was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we are too. Silas, go home. (laughs) We're done here. No, no, you need him. You need him to hold the door. So, (laughs) and and everyone's luggage. He's a pack mule. Um, He's the Sherpa. He's the person who you give your heavy wallet to and let him throw it at the. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there you go. He could have used the heavy wallet when he was punching a zombie in the face with his fists. Yeah. <laughs> Just use the wallet to bash his face in. Uh, I was surprised to hear uh, Silas's uh, music choice. I don't know why I thought it was going to be Jumper. Like, I thought she was going to put the headphones on. I wish you could step back from the <laughs> Like, I don't know why I thought yeah. that was the what song. Maybe it was just because of the error. That tracks, though. <laughs> like, I feel like, there's a lot of different possible choices for, uh, yeah. for, for what they could Especially have. her reaction. Her reaction like, Silas, I didn't. I didn't imagine you a third eye black fan. <laughs> I think it's either that or Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> yes. Like, this speaks to my soul. And then they can waltz to it because it is a waltz. It is a waltz. And are we surprised that they knew how to waltz? They That was very impressive. Silas has been taking waltzing classes. Okay. Straw poll. Yeah. Everybody here who knows how to waltz, raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm not surprised. Wiggler did not raise his hand. 
I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the first to raise my hand. You can't, said, otherwise, it's the audio medium. She said, Silas, you dance? And he said, Yes, my sherry. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah. kind of dance with his four. Okay, I'm going to call shenanigans on this. I'm going to call shenanigans on this because a, I have a four year old. And if I tried <laughs> to teach him to ballroom dance, it would not go well. Yeah. I would. I want to know who told these, who taught these high, well, okay, so the kids in their minds, and this is another thing with having these tiny, tiny kids as our main characters, because they don't have any concept of how old people are. So they're in a high school that, like you said, based on those, those glasses is rough in the roughly like the 2000s. And they think these kids are doing a waltz at the, they're like, remember, <laughs> could you imagine being in like these elaborate ball gowns at a dance? Like, yeah. girl, what ball gown? That's like, like old know? Rose imagining Jack at the top of the staircase <laughs> at the end of Titanic. Exactly. I said, like, what era are y'all in? It's like the end walk? of The Shining pushing in and on I'll the photo. It's like, forever yeah. to teach you. Well, can, we, can we talk for a second about the fact that these are these teenagers in the 2010s were having a Sadie Hawkins dance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, Last time somebody had a Sadie Hawkins. Well, I do want to know when do we? This has to be like a, a check off Sadie Hawkins, right? So Sadie Hawkins is going to show me? up. At some oh my point. god! You guys don't know who Sadie Hawkins is, which just underlines my point. Yeah. Well, Sadie Hawkins is going to show up on the show. No, that's what they were saying. They're like, oh, she must have gone. Uh, into the school. Yeah, she must have. She must right? have. Yeah, right. That's how, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's too early to be laughing this hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. The Sadie Hawkins dance in twenty. Yeah, oh. is, I don't know. Is if is is that still happening? It's certainly that not happening be. right now. But like, are no people one, still doing Sadie Hawkins dances? No one at a public school is doing a waltz. I'll tell you that much. So, <laughs> <laughs> so great. That's so great. Like, what is your pump up jam size? Like. You really want to know? <laughs> Check this out. I, yeah. I really want a bunch of, like, I want a super cut of all the different songs that could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I swear. I, if it, it, it would I not want shock me all the Spotify over. playlist. I want, like, <laughs> I want to know what he's got going on in there. Yeah, yeah, so people tweet me songs that you think Silas should have been listening to. <laughs> listening to on a on a tape recorder Walkman. Is that, is that what yep, it is? Sony Walkman. <laughs> right. Sony Walkman. Walkman. Right, so uh, be cognizant of the time and the errors. <laughs> yeah, hey, you can have other music on cassettes. You just have to have the means to record them. Like, <laughs> tape true. stuff off the radio. See, again, I'm older than the two of you. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. Silas just going nuclear in this episode, and like Felix and Huck, like finally gaining some ground with Elton after Silas just like threw him across the room, Elton only being like. I know science isn't fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I hate science. science. I don't like science anymore. Science gets you thrown across the room. You know, yeah. so like what's gonna what's gonna happen here is these uh, brave little toasters are on their way to New York State. Uh, we just <sighs> we just don't know. Um, anything else from this? Ep- no sightings of Big Mo. Um, Big Mo. Uh, but Iris's backpack gets some new friends. Uh, so the inanimate objects that we may be wanting to keep track of. There's some brushes in there. This is again, this okay. is like my four-year-old. He just picks up an object and decides it's his friend. And, and he will call it like brushy or Kari. And it's his best friend for the day. So I feel like Iris just is like, oh, this is my new best friend. Its name is brushy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and they seem to have like the bottomless bag, like the Barney bag, or you could just reach in and there's like endless supplies because they just keep stuffing things into it. Like, oh look, it's peroxide. This would be great for like <laughs> purifying the water. This is iodine. Like let, put that in there. Oh, these trophies, put those in there too. We can use that to collect water. How much space do y'all have in these bags? And Big Mo is in there just hanging out. Who's carrying Big Mo? Well, we know Silas is carrying Big Mo, but why do you have space for Big Mo include and the trophies and the javelin that you took from the school and <laughs> and the flare and all the other things you they can put stuff and get in, to the Barney bag? They could hide the paintbrushes in Big Mo, right? Like there's like the three little slots for three paintbrushes. Oh. Yeah, that, those don't go very deep, Josh. <laughs> have you ever bowled, Josh? Uh, <laughs> they don't go very deep. But... Well. I love that we are like Josh is trying to wrap up this conversation. We haven't even talked about wolves or or the other oh, right. characters. There are wolves. We don't talk about Hope, Huck, the wolf. You know, there's oh, so there's so there's wolves. There's there's wolves. I guess like, is there going to be any fallout from the wolves? We've done this on nah. the Walking Dead already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and they were more interesting wolves. It was more like oh well, we could just walk very quietly past them and not bother them, and it's we okay. Got, oh yeah, it's okay. We got some flashbacks with Hope and Iris's dad, and he's like, "Don't freak out because I got to tell you something. You uh, you ever heard of a fax machine?" Uh, <laughs> it's like I got ways. I got ways to talk. Like, he's like Jess. He's, he's like I'm older than y'all, so yeah, there's a thing called a fax machine. I don't know if you heard of it, but like we're gonna be fine here. So hey, like, look, fax machines were very important in the future, according to Back to the Future. That's true. That's true. So if we're still on that timeline, although I think we're are we past that? We are well past yeah, that. Well past that. Yeah. Very clearly past that. Uh, yeah, past that. Um, I wanted to point out that uh, Felix's grand plan to get them all back to Omaha is to raft on the Mississippi with Huck, and I feel like it's been done. It's been done, but I'm ready and willing to do it again. Let's see what, what happens this time. Uh, It'd be more believable if, if yeah. it was like Strand. Yeah. Then, then it would make yeah. a little bit more sense. You know? <laughs> and I also want to talk about the post-credits stinger because Well, let's talk I feel about like- the fact that there is a post-credits stinger because I think it is very likely that people may have missed this considering Walking Dead World Beyond hits, it, it hits its credits and people are like, Good. All right. Uh, yeah. I did that for the week. I, I don't have it. to do it anymore. I, I'm hiding my face. You guys can't see this, but I am people because I definitely, <laughs> the credits started, I click. <laughs> yeah. well, we will talk oh, about God. it in depth because yeah. I'm going to throw this hot take out there. If okay. all we got were the last scenes of every episode of this show, if it was just like a web series with the post credit stingers from every episode of Walking Dead World Beyond, that is a freaking great show, and I'm here for it. I just have to sit through all the rest of it to get there. <laughs> well, yeah. I have to know what was in the post credit. Right. Okay. okay. Um, so do you do you want to take this one first, Ben Jess? Okay. Well, we cut to New York. I assume New York. It is the okay. lab, the laboratory where all of this stuff is going on. And there's a woman eating a sandwich. And okay. there's a framed photo on the desk. And there's four people in the photo. There's like an old dude with gray hair. And there's the woman who's eating the sandwich. And there's a guy with a big red beard. And there's Hope and Iris's dad. And they're all like best pals. And she is taking notes about a zombie experiment. They, I guess they are trying to find a cure for the zombie virus. And she rolls out a test subject. And it is yes to borrow from the parlance of TS 19. Yeah. TS 20, whatever. And 
they they do some experiments on him. And they're like, no, he's not cured yet. It was very I am legend. It was very like the the laboratory in Will Smith's basement in I am, I am and, legend. And speaking of uh, people stuffed in lockers in the high school, like every all of, like these different test subjects, all of these like zombified test subjects are just like stuffed in these sort of like little lockers. So yeah. they, like, and they have like forklifts to grab them. It's put like them it's like the the collapsible shelves in like a college library. Okay. Yeah, you like turn the thing and open it up, and then you pull the shelf out that you and want. The, and the test subject in this one is one of the people who was in the photo with the woman who is the scientist, and uh, with Hope and Iris's dad. So one of like the four people in that photo uh, is like this now dead guy who's being examined. Yeah. Um, so that sucks for that guy. And she's like, uh, he was from Portland. He was a doctor. He's in the photo. And now he's a zombie. Yes. He's gone. He's now a test subject. But I think Jess is kind of glossing over the fact that the scientist, you did mention this, uh, that she has a sandwich. Yeah. I, I knew that this was going to be Josh's note was going to have everything to do with the sandwich because he is Josh. It's uh, it's like whole wheat bread, Chappelle, and there's tons of vegetables on there. Uh, okay. like lettuce, tomatoes, you know, you got to imagine like either there is some sort of meat product in there or it is stuffed with vegetables. But just back me up here. It was a lo- it, that was a huge sandwich. That was a Costanza sized wallet <laughs> of a sandwich. Like, it was full force. You could throw that sandwich and kill a walker. Mm-hmm. And it didn't appear to have any condiments on it, which was, I guess that's for filming purposes. You don't want your sandwich to get soggy while you're filming it. It was just like legit lettuce and tomatoes and two big, thick slices of whole wheat bread. It seemed dry. And so the scientist takes a bite out of the sandwich, Chappelle. And then like the scene starts like going towards its wrap up. And like she like has like intercommed someone to like bring in the next test subject. Then she takes a big bite of her her sandwich. And we're seeing all these other test subjects. And then she like intercoms again to like remind people to bring the test subject. She's like, "Are you gonna bring the test subject?" Yeah, she's <laughs> like, mouth mouth filled with sandwich, like uh, a step beyond the crunchy mouth sounds, and she's doing it right into <laughs> like a soft sandwich mouth sounds. And so that's like the note that you leave the episode on is this scientist who's just like crushing a thick, <laughs> thick veggie sand. Uh, so that was my takeaway. I, I saw that. You know I'm me like, well. I have 20 minutes of notes on the sandwich. <laughs> have I become this predictable? I guess. I guess. Nah. What are you going to do? It, it, it's exactly. I was like, that's a huge sandwich. That's the only thing that I was thinking. Um, but is this New York, Jess? And if so, where in New York? I, I think it's got to be. Like, I think we're leading up to something. Yeah. I don't know. But I also feel like. Hope and Iris's dad would have been able to figure out he was in New York at a certain point and he would have just typed it in the fax like, hey, greetings from New York. <laughs> greetings from <laughs> the big Socrates, <laughs> New York. Yes. <laughs> Come to Socrates. That's where I am. Like, specifically. Be specific. Yeah. 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 Well, Come he, to Cooperstown. We went to the Oma Gang Brewery. It was yeah, fabulous. It was was he, he was time. sending for his kids though? Was that what he was doing? Because no. there's no said, way. I, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I'm in danger. I, right. like, but don't come because that's say, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Don't rescue me or anything. Just wanted yeah. to let you know, FYI, I'm in danger. I'm in danger, but please don't walk across the country to save me. Like, there's got to be a better that. way. 
Yeah. Hey, ho, well, how's it going? Are you feeling like you're settling in better? Hey, Iris, how are your therapy sessions going? Listen, no, you're good. By the way, I'm in trouble. I'm very, very scared. Not to get your anxiety raised, but I'm in danger. Hope all is well. Signed, Dad. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not okay. Yeah, my very, my very hungry uh, college buddy is uh, losing her mind, and she's using everybody for test subjects. And I'm in New York, but I'm having a good time. So you guys, I think I'm next. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm having a good time. I tried to make a sandwich in the break room, and it was a really small sandwich. And she said, "Give me that." You know, I don't have have much time. Yeah, sandwiches here are great. FYI. Like a postcard, greetings from <laughs> from the lab. Hello, Donna. Hello, Donna. Oh my gosh. I but I I don't understand why you would turn your best scientific minds into zombie test subjects. Yeah. Why why would they do that? Like, don't they need all the help they can get? Like they're importing help from Omaha to <laughs> are they really just gonna like let him get it? Yeah. yeah, maybe he was one of those like de- he's a detractor. He's like, we can't keep doing this to people. It's like, but well, we have to find the cure. He's like, I, 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 I'm leaving. You've you've lost your mind, you know, sandwich woman. And she's like, you think you're leaving? And she's like, guards uh, reprimand him, and then they, you can't do this to me. I came up with the serum. He's like, well, we're gonna test it on you, buddy. And then yeah. she takes a bite of her sandwich. Yeah, I know. I can see. I can see it get t- the tables get turned on him. How the turntables? <laughs> they, they, they introduced him in the episode, so like he's gonna, he'll be a character, right? Like you know, they they could have like, could, and I was kind of wondering what they were gonna do. Like, are we not gonna see Hope and Iris's dad until we see that he is either like a character from the Walking Dead universe or like a, a relatively like major actor or something like that? Well, we met him. Yeah, he was cool. He was cool. Uh, I liked him. I liked him. Yeah. I I assume that Infinitely, we are like one of the top characters on the show. <laughs> Sure. I assume we are meant to think that he is also a zombie. Um, no. Yeah, I think that they're trying to leave it vague. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, the fact that we don't see him at the end, but we see his, two of his colleagues, one of whom is dead and the other of whom is alive and like not Going just to like gleefully yeah. like, uh, you know, uh, operating on the guy, basically, but also gleefully just like crushing a butter, lettuce and tomato sandwich. Um, that, yeah, <laughs> I think, like, you're supposed to wonder, supposed to wonder what happened to Dear. I think that. we are meant to think that, but he is obviously not that. Yeah, I'm 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 very optimistic about dad because uh, unlike the other Walking Deads, this this Walking Dead has an ending right now. Like we know it's only here for it's here for a good time, not a long time. Whereas my complaint with the original Walking Dead is that I always thought they were looking for a cure until they weren't looking for a cure anymore. And they were just living in the Walking Dead universe. And that was annoying to me because I wanted them. I wanted the story to have an ending. Well, this we know has an ending. And so I'm hoping the ending involves some type of reuniting with dad and living in happily ever after. Is that what people do in this you know universe? I don't know. But Again, I'm, that yeah, word. but but I'm thinking if they finally get to New York and dad's a zombie. You know, renew this, renew the show for six more seasons. At that point, you know, like the Walking Dad, right? The, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're gonna keep him on a leash like like Herschel did, and like a, in a barn. <laughs> let me let me tell you one thing that I'm really nervous about. So the uh, and I get your point, Jess, that like the endings of these episodes, like you could stitch them together and it would be a more compelling show, but then we'd still have to like relitigate the fact that Julia Armand gave this guy soup. 
uh, yeah. before, you know, having him arrested. But they uh, did that on fear, too. Uh, we've got a stupid sandwich situation going on here right now. Um, the thing that I'm nervous about is that on Walking Dead World Beyond, which I am enjoying watching, but not for the reasons I'm enjoying Fear the Walking Dead right now, which is like, I kind of mm. like Fear the Walking Dead. Walking Dead World Beyond is just like, I'm cracking up. I'm having a good time. The world sucks. So like, I'm thrilled to be watching Walking Dead World Beyond. And this podcast is very fun. Here is what I'm nervous about is are they going to finally, after a decade plus of Walking Dead television stories and denying us any forward momentum on anything resembling a cure to the zombie apocalypse, are they giving us that stuff on freaking Walking Dead World Beyond? Is World Beyond a mandatory show <laughs> for, like the, for, the, for, the, for the Walking Dead franchise? Like, that's crazy. If they decide, like, all right, we've been saving it for this. We've been saving it for for Elton to get to New York and and problem solve the thing. And with his little boy science, he's just gonna he's gonna solve the, like this is where it's gonna happen, Chappelle. Like I don't know, man. That makes Absolutely me worried. Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, because <laughs> you're gonna. That's brutal. You you give us such great content in Fear the Walking Dead. You make the Walking Dead proper. You know more compelling than it's been. You know in a long time. And then you say, but you got to watch the world beyond or you won't know how it ends. And that is a problem for me. I'm sorry. We're also getting a series finale of actual Walking Dead. So is the series finale of actual Walking Dead going to be the crossover event where oh everybody God. from every series comes together? The most ambitious Again, crossover of all time. It's, it's, hey. yeah, it's going to look like the end of Titanic, like Josh said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where all that's going to go. Anything else from either Walking Dead show, or should we put it out of its misery, Silas style? Just Make sure like, it doesn't come back. Around. Just hit it. Hit it. Just no. But, mm, no. I think Silas. I mean. Silas is the, the he's a he's our problem, but you know, <laughs> we were wondering what was going to happen with Elton, and at least I was because he's my fave. Um, and I'm really I'm kind of nervous about this one because they're working on him going back, and he right now he kind he's one foot in, one foot out. He kind of wants to go home. He got he's gotten hurt. His feelings are kind of hurt right now, right? But imagine how he's going to react when he finds out that uh, Hope killed his mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elton's gone. Bye, Elton. He's gonna grab his corduroy and, and storm off into the sunset. So, Elton's gonna yeah. then try and fight Hope, and Iris is gonna be like, "No, don't fight my sister." And Silas will be like, "Don't fight my sister-in-law," <laughs> and he's gonna throw Elton <laughs> even further than he before. <laughs> like, and then he's gonna be like, oh, "Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry." sorry. Yeah, <laughs> prayers for Elton. Uh, <laughs> got to be concerned. Got to be a little concerned of what's going to happen to this poor. If guy. we lose Elton and y'all have to podcast with me, I'm praying for you, y'all too, because y'all are going to have to deal with my tears. Gonna be, I'm going to be on here bawling. <laughs> I just, I just, if if he wasn't, like, I'm just going to be crying. Like, if he wasn't with them in the first place, it's going to happen. You're going to go full Silas. You're just going to hit your computer screen. Like, yeah, gonna no, go I'm going to go full tie. Like, I love Elton. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me his towel. <laughs> This is, we were rolling with the whole <laughs> Don't burn that just yet. It's bad for the environment. <laughs> right, right. There's a joke here about someone being like, Elton, I love your suit, but where's your tie? Tie? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm too good for him, why am I not with him? Yeah. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> 
All right, that's it. Let's cut it there. Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond. We'll be back next week talking whatever's happening in, in these respective universes. Uh, Chappelle, where can people find you? You're on the Twitter bots. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Chappelle's show. Uh, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-S underscore show. Um, just tweeting. I think tweeting. I... Yeah, just tweeting. I'm on some podcasts. You might have heard. I'm just popping around, you know, bouncing around from whoever will have heard, me. Heard think, a rumor that uh, we may be crossing paths on community building in the in the near future. Yes, and you are going to enjoy our path when we cross it. So I'm just, uh, yeah, and I think... I'm supposed to be in the choir room soon talking about um, Glee nice. with uh, on, a, on a whole other podcast. I just did a candy podcast where we ranked and did a candy bracket of what the greatest candy of all time is on Wombat Water. Uh, I won't no spoil spoilers. it. But no, spoilers. no spoilers, but Chappelle was a very happy person by the end. Oh, um, God! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but uh, not, not extremely happy, but okay, I was okay, okay, okay. I was pleased. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that, that's great, too. But yeah, I'm just bouncing around, so just look... Uh, uh, follow me on Twitter and you'll you'll see my antics. Cool. You know, be nice. Guess what, what's going on with you? Uh, well, we have this wonderful thing going on. We're also talking Star Trek Discovery with Mike Bloom. Uh, we are two episodes deep into season three. It's very fun. You, sh- you all should come and check it out. And also, we are talking about The Amazing Race over on Rob is a Podcast. And it is also the best escapist television since tough as nails. We are having a blast covering it and we have two amazing race shows every week. We are doing a regular recap and then we're doing the tar pit, which is where we bring all the nonsense and the nonsense is actually leaking out and getting into the recap too, but we're not mad at it. I like it. You know how I feel about nonsense. I'm a big fan. I know you do. Uh, So Chappelle's going to be on community building, which is a patron uh, show for the post show recaps patrons. Jess is going to be on post show recaps theater this week, which is Ooh. again, uh, for the patron feed of post show recaps. We're going to be talking interview with a vampire. Jess is joining <gasps> myself and Emily I Fox. Like that movie. We're going to talk interview <laughs> with a vampire. We're going to have a lot to say about the vamps. Uh, we're going to do a lot of vamping about vamps. So check that out. If you're not a patron already, patreon.com slash post show recaps, consider signing up. Uh, and other than that, we just launched our coverage of The Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 2, premiering October 30th. Uh, so we already have our preview show up, and we will be recapping that every single week. And that's in addition to all of the Down the Hatch and everything is super and hang in there. Just a ton of things happening here on the podcast right now. So come back next week. I'll tell you what's going on with Silas and Elton and John Dory and whoever else shows up on these shows. So <laughs> we'll be yeah, back we- next week. That's it. I don't know. Just, were you going to say anything? I was going to say, we haven't seen any John Dory. And no, I'm at it. I want to know what's up. Tell me, yeah. tell me what's going on with that guy with this little cowboy hat. I want to know. Yep. I want to find out. I'm curious. I'm All curious. right. I'm we'll invested. find out. I'm invested. All right. We'll find out next week. Bye, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.